Well, here's my problem yeah. with Dexy's Midnight Runners, and or I should say, Come on, Eileen. It's a soulless song. It is. What? There's is. no soul to it. They're wearing overalls. <laughs> <laughs> Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the fashions. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The friendships. Next kind of guy you can trust. Kind of guy you can drink beer with. Kind of guy who doesn't mind if you puke in his car. And the one-hit wonders. They call themselves Nana. And their hit song, 99 Red Balloons. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with Tempe.com. And today, the return of Kathy Wass. Who's this girl going out with? It's so hard to tell these days. I do see her with Ferris Bueller quite a little bit. With me, as always, he doesn't even get an introduction today <laughs> because I'm throwing it off to my favorite lady. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. It's good to be back. I miss my boys. It's oh. been at least what? Five, six shows since you've been, <laughs> since you've been here? You know, every week uh, I say, Steve, can we please, please have Kathy back? And he's like, no, now's not no. the time for it. <laughs> please. <laughs> Readers, every week we get at least six or seven letters. Please bring back Kathy. The show has sucked since she, she left. And now finally, here we go. Here Our we gift to the, to the listeners, right? Right, right. Yep. There you go. We never stop giving. What, what have you been up to? Um, well, I am now working at a public library. I'm a branch supervisor. How many people a day come in asking for Fifty Shades of Grey? We have about about a thousand people. Oh my <laughs> yes. god! Are they all like sixty-eight year old women? Like, you know, they're oh, yeah. like the some of them. They're all ages. All how, ages. How, how many of them are men? <laughs> um, those are the ones that place the holds online, so you they don't actually <laughs> ask for it. Can, can I make a confession? I, I'm actually reading it right now. You are? Yeah. Oh, I have a friend. On, online, a male on my, friend on my Nook. It. Oh well, yeah. Oh, gross. Or Kindle, the, right? or Kindle. I don't know. Because no, do then, you wash that thing down every night? Oh, <laughs> oh that's not nice. Puppies. <laughs> Our first puppies. I wondered how long we had to wait for it. Um. So, have you read it? No. I've read. I glanced. Yeah. At it. Oh. I to, so my mom, Mary yeah. Daly, when I was this is back in the eighties, probably like eighty eighty one. My mom owned a bookstore. I don't know if I've ever told this story before. Her name was Mary Daly, or is Mary Daly? But the name of the bookstore was Annie's Bookstop. <laughs> but I was like eleven, twelve, you know. Uh, and what you could do is you go in the romance section and you could gently hold the book in your hand, like by the spine, yeah. and it would magically open to the sex scenes in each book. Just really? gently, oh, let it kind of, yeah, kind of bob a little bit. <laughs> oh, like you're gently oh, cradling it. Like no, oh, it's visual sudden, right now. No, and then I like coffee so- tear <laughs> me, like any book, like any smutty book. Ah, and there would be. It would magically open to the sex scenes. So I imagine like all these Fifty Shades of Grey just gently, like this guy. I haven't gotten yeah. to the sex. Just kind of, just gently, kind of hold <laughs> yeah. them, cradle them, and it'll open. Let me ask you this: when you were, when when you guys were, I mean, I'm sure Kathy, when you, you when you were growing up, you read jo- Judy Bloom, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sean, yeah. did you read the Judy Bloom books? No. What's the one where the one where she loses her uh, the big V? What? Oh. What is that? Is it Hello God? It's me. 
No. Slutty, McSlutty, <laughs> or something like that. Forever. I believe it's forever. Is it forever? forever? Okay. Was I that a kid's so. book? Did, I thought that was one of her adult books. Young adult. Young adult. Super Before, fudge, but young super adult fudge, wasn't around. It wasn't super it's fudge. Did she lose super it? Fudge. <laughs> I promised it. Give me super fudge. Ah, gently. It opens oh up. God. <laughs> anyway, check out Good at Annie's Bookstop in Londonderry, New Hampshire. <laughs> Is this still a there? Whole, really? That was the 80s. I saw Crawl one day. I'm like, Mom, I'm sick of the bookstore. And I walked down to the local uh, Cineplex. It was like a two. And I saw Crawl. They will hold her in the Black Fortress. You must have help. No, that's a true story. I, I believe it. Londonderry, New Hampshire. It. Is it still there? <laughs> it's, no. No. I don't know what you have there. Gently. Did, gently. Oh, and geez, then she moved that. Annie's Bookstop. Uh, to uh, up to Camp Hill, PA, and then the books got a little more sophisticated. Ooh. And my mom would be like, "Sean, where are you? Uh, uh, nowhere. Nowhere. I'm back here. Just did you really filing? Did you read them all? Did you read all the sex scenes? <laughs> yeah. What else yeah. was I gonna do? But even like, I was so desperate. Like, I even looked for the sex scenes in like Jaws. Like, you're <laughs> eventually like, oh yeah, as yeah, she yeah, swam yeah. topless to I her death. I would literally like a hundred books a day. I gently cradle you know, my hand there. Open as up. much as you talk open about it, but don't forget the teen books we were reading back in the eighties dealt with incest. <laughs> Do you remember the oh, flowers? Whoa, teen books. The What's flowers that? in the attic series. Oh, we see yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I think back about I'm it now, and I'm was... like, really? Oh my god, the happy hooker we had. Like a lot of those really thick. Oh man, I'm trying to think of all those. I didn't expect this would be our books in the 80s. <laughs> so, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. The vaguely 80s. Annie's bookstop. Vaguely. But, the okay, I have to ask, who's Annie? Uh, the woman who started, started this chain. It. Okay. it was a used bookstore. Oh, chain. okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, and so uh, that was that was the thing. So you could open oh, gently. God's <laughs> Okay, but anyway, so we have Kathy here today, but it's not just a get to know Kathy again, right? No. It's another special no. episode of 80s, 80s News Now. Tom Cruise and his wife of five years, Katie Holmes, are getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll date him. <laughs> it turns out that uh, Katie... He can play with my top gun. Oh. Hi, Kathy. I don't know if we've met. Oh, God. Have you not met, have you not met the voice? Oh, yes, I have. But really? It, yes, I have you nightmares. <laughs> turns out it was Katie who pulled the plug this time around, uh, surprising her hubby with the news last week. Hard to imagine, gang, what it was, the straw that broke the camel's back. Was it uh, his sex god turn in Rock of Ages? As the character whose name I always forget, and Sean reminds me. Stacy Jacks! <laughs> Was it that he turns 50 years old this week? Which he does. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, go ahead. <laughs> or, you know, was it differences in philosophies on, say, organized religion? Oh. Hmm. You, you can handle that one. Kathy? Uh, I'll handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Gently dangle. Or all of the above. <laughs> Gently take the book and sort of massage it. <laughs> let it fall between your fingers. Oh, oh no. Steve, come here. Let me show you. No. <laughs> Take me back. Wow. Uh, it's actually come out to. Off the rails. Let me get out of here. Let me, no. let me ask you. Let me ask you. Okay, so is there. Question to my co host Are there any females left in the world who you think will step up to be future ex wife number four? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Here's my thing, though. There's Katie, always going to be a number four. <laughs> weren't you surprised by the whole relationship to begin with? Like, he yes. Holmes, like, she always seemed grounded and funny. And, yeah. And he, just being with Tom Cruise is like a commitment to crazy. I mean, he's yeah. a great actor. 
Okay, he's a great actor. I love you know you know he's gonna throw himself into any project. I think his his batting average is probably what pretty good like four hundred yeah. five hundred for movies. Like he makes a lot of good movies. Yeah. Sure. Have you seen Rock of Ages? No, not what? yet. I know. Stacy Jacks. It's all about Stacy Jacks. Oh, I know. It's oh, you were there to see Alec Baldwin, moron. I love Alec. Baldwin. You give me crap. <laughs> No. I'm not doing the voice. Anyway. <laughs> no. That's my default voice now. I don't even like I talking know. like Sean Daly. Well, anyway, so this is like all of a sudden, like he gave her some. How long were they married for? Five, five years? years. Five years. And then like the five year pill wore off, and she's like, wait. A oh minute. well, she turned thirty three. All of his wives, yes. he divorces them when they turn thirty three. It's the Belushi curse. <laughs> <laughs> wait, she's she broke. She divorced him. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. But she I'm shattered his thirty three. The magic wears off at thirty three. Did he divorce wife um, Mimi? Or yeah, I think he left Mimi for Nicole, and he left oh. me. But they, there was there the, was there was no overlap. It none of like, the yeah. women. How come he doesn't just marry a Scientologist? He Mimi was. Oh, Mimi was. She Mimi was the one that helped. got him into Scientology. Yeah, why did he get out of that? Mimi Rogers. Why did they let that one go? That's weird. Uh, as Magnum PI fans know, Mimi Rogers is the one that we all wanted him to wind up with. Magnum, really a very special Magnum PI. Yeah. A very special Absolutely. Magnum PI, yeah, like season two or three. <laughs> Um, How come my Magnum PI fans never give me shout outs on this show? You know, show? I have a Magnum PI shirt. What? I do. I'm keeping it in my, it's in my drawer back in my desk. Shut up. I'll show it to you. I'm going to beat you. you senseless. Why Why haven't I seen this? I should give it to you. That'd be fair, I guess. What size is it? Oh, it's it'll fit either one of us. With what r- the hell? With room for a couple why would you of, not uh, tell me? I I'm, I'm sure so this is the angriest I've ever been at you, even more than our, our famous fight behind closed doors. I think I still have it. I may have given it away. Oh. No, I still have I it. I'm going to kill you. I'm gonna, <laughs> I gave away my Charles in Charge shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right, nerd. Charles in Charge. Anyway, <laughs> looking back to the 80s, I want to know the answer to this question. Which of Tom Cruise's movie girlfriends from the 80s would, have made for the, would make for the best wife for him these days? Crazy Kelly McGillis. <laughs> From Top Gun? Well, there's just a certain poetic justice to that, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. I like her now <laughs> for some reason. Mm. You got. Uh, I'll give you a list, okay? okay right? yeah. for, people, for people at home playing along, you, uh, here's your choices. Chronological order from the beginning. Shelley Long and Losing It. I love Losing It. Jackie Earl Haley, baby. But not a good not a good combination, I don't think. No. Ready? No, not at but all. Re- Shelley Long and Caveman. <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, Risky man. Business. Oh, no, no. No. That's who I'd be rooting for, personally. She's so hot back then. I yeah. know. Uh, Leah Thompson in All the Right Moves. No. 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 You know, but I think they match up well in that movie. They look like they belong together. They're yeah. a couple. That movie makes it. me sad. Why? I don't know. It just makes me sad. Is it that bet. rape scene? Rape scene in the car? <laughs> oh, can we talk about oh, no! that that we should have done? Here we go. Controversial oh. rape scenes in the 80s. The 80s. And you guys, and you could defend them saying it was consensual. It was consensual. I, I will go exactly. ahead and say that. Oh, my God. That's close. Where to- I swear to God, Kathy, a couple episodes ago, a couple shows ago, we had a huge debate <laughs> where I said, oh, someone, yeah, the rape scene. You're like, yeah. <laughs> She wasn't raped, she, and I was like, "Where is Kathy? Well, yeah. Where am I?" I will say, all the right moves. That's that's pretty close to it. Pretty close. Pretty Jesus. Close to it. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Pretty Continuing close on. to rape. Pretty Steve close to rape. Steve Spears story. The Steve Spears story. Jeez. Uh, Mia, Mia Sarah in Legend. No, no, mm, not no. whatsoever. No. Uh, obviously, we've already talked about Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastriantonio in Color of Money? I actually like her in that. I think she's hot. Oh yeah. 
She's good in that. That's a great movie. He's such a douche, though, in that movie. As, uh, but wait, wait, is he, oh. are we pairing up with one of these people now? Now? Well, I don't know. Whatever you want. Did you think out this segment? <laughs> he did it. Rules. He didn't uh, I picked the next one. Read the next one. Yeah, that's Elizabeth Shue in Cocktail. Boom. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I like her, and that's good. You know, I don't think so. Okay, your theory he's, is screwed He's too there. good looking. I have a theory about Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> She's, she never matches up with anybody. She's, she is not good enough looking for... For Tom in uh, Cocktail. And she's too good looking for Ralph Macho in Karate Kid. Hmm. What? M- Macho's a good looking guy in Karate Kid. No. He's nice, a little kind of scrawny guy. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes a little scrawny guys need oh, love too, uh-huh. Steve. We can't all be strong and. and you were and, never and a little scrawny guy. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. No. So don't even play. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Valeria Golino in Rain Man. Yeah, that's cool. She's, she's sexy in that. Sexy. And Kira Sedgwick no, in Born on the Fourth of July. No, I hate no. that too. That, that movie depresses okay. me too. Sorry, By Tom, the way, <laughs> when I saw Born on the Fourth of July, I've told this story like eight times on the podcast, but also yes. in the eighties. Do you remember this? I had sprained my ankle. Uh, I doing like playing basketball. Is this when you scored the winning goal <laughs> yes. in Camp Hill High history? <laughs> well, yes. no, I, no, I got yelled at because I didn't smile by Coach Blank. But that's a different story. No, I sprained my ankle playing pickup basketball, and my mom found these like old, like I swear, I got nineteen thirty seven, you know, crutches in the basement. She's like, "Take these." And my friend's like, "Let's go see Bar on the Fourth of July." Take these crutches. Oh, oh no! And I'm, like, oh. Mom, I'm like, "Mom, they're too." The crutches are really short, so I kind of had to do this like kind of model, and they hurt. They didn't have padding on them because for some reason doctors hated patients in nineteen thirty seven, and they're like, Eek. they're like cracking, and so at the end. So we get in there, and at the end of the movie, on the 4th of July, which about this man in a wheelchair, I'm like duck walking out there with these shitty 1937 crutches, and people are coming up to me like, hey, thanks, thanks, thank you, you okay? Thank, I you. Like, really? thank you for your service. It's like a goofy white kid from a fluid candle PA who hasn't done crap in life on these lousy crutches. And people are like, oh hey, God. help him out, everybody. Help him help out. I'm really like, I have been in some Is great it, battles. So. Exactly. Oh, there you wow. go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got I got nothing to follow it up with. Ready? Uh, yeah, here we go. Moving on. Oh. You're a starship captain in an asteroid field. Blast them with your lasers or put up your shields. Have the missile commander defending your city. If you're not quick enough, they'll show no pity. The invaders won't stop us from the sky they drop. Three out of this world games from Atari, the number one video computer system with more games than any other. Everyone's gone Atari, the number one video game. Atari, the company that robbed every young boy of all daylight summer hours during the 80s, has officially turned 40 years old. I'd love to say more about this important anniversary, but I'm in the middle of a game of jailbreak. and need to get back to my 13-inch color television set. So, uh, Sean and Kathy, name your favorite video games of the 1980s. What was your favorite Atari game, Kathy? Pac-Man. Mine too. Yeah. And do you remember how crappy? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Because it was not the, your television set is not the same shape as a video game. That's right, the problem. Right, right, right. We're oh, playing my Pac-Man God. on its side. Yeah. I remember uh, my mom was away on business, and John, my dad, John Daly. Look, I'm I'm getting both rents out here today. Man. My dad and I went to the Hong and Kong. The Hong Kong Chinese restaurant. <laughs> and Hong Kong was like, you know, welcome to Hong Kong. It had like dragons and gongs and you couldn't see where you were walking. You'd bump into stuff. We went to Hong Kong uh, and then we went to Caldor. 
Caldor was like a big shopping uh, you know, place. And my dad and I bought a Pac-Man. We're all excited. We go home. We pop in Pac-Man. Yep. And my dad's like, is, is something wrong with it? I mean, it was so... <laughs> so yeah. The whole thing looked like a ghost. It was so... The graphics yeah. were so crappy. They were. But we played for four hours. Oh, I yeah. Think. Of course. Easily. And it was terrible. And we, but it was great. I loved, loved Atari. I could literally play Asteroids for four hours because you'd learn the patterns after oh yeah atari wasn't that advanced like it was basically like a board game yeah and so you'd be like i mean it was like you know like your muscle memory yeah like to get through the first 20 rounds of asteroids (laughs) you guys do you guys ever cast did you ever get atari thumb yes oh absolutely yeah there's no cure for that yes there isn't see that was just more atari the (laughs) summer of my broken ankle (laughs) was when i was laid up playing atari yes i was also playing frogger Frogger oh, was a big yeah, favorite. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You can now buy the ones that plug right into the front of your TV. Yeah. You know, like I have one for my, my kids, and you can do like uh, Miss Pac Man. It looks great. Yeah. I mean, compared to what the original Pac Man looked like on Atari. And that kind of left me behind. Like in television, like that too some people had too complicated. Oh, yeah. Like the little, like you'd slip something in a disc. I'd be like, what? I can't figure this out. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. I remember my first video game. Pong. Did you ever guys do this? You were so good at the games you played that you would deliberately try to screw yourself up to like bail yourself out. Like in asteroids, you could do hyperspace, and you always wind oh, up right. Oh, in the you middle play the one. whole game on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then uh, my my thing was do it with one eye closed or do it oh, upside sure. down on a beanbag. You know, I'm just kind of because you get so good at them. Yeah, you're just doing anything you can to uh, manipulate it. When did Atari start? Do you, or, or not start? But when is it? When did it stop? Like was there like do they Atari's still still around? Really? Really? I, mean, still, I, I should bust that out again. If you look on the web you can find the Atari Museum even and stuff. Oh, I'd love where to, is the Atari Museum, Steve? In our hearts. In our <laughs> In each of our hearts. I I'm going to one day I swear uh, if I ever get any money I'm going to go on eBay and I'm sure on eBay you could buy the original gaming system and like a box full of games. I'm gonna That'd do be that. Awesome! I'd I'm love gonna that. hold myself up in the lair, and you'll never. See I'd be like, me "Hey, again. kid, you know, because I play Wii with my kids now, yeah. you know, and they're like, the graphics look weird. I'm like, dude, I, I played like basically an etch a <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm like, don't talk to me about graphics. By the way, anybody that lives in Western Massachusetts or Chelmsford, if the Hong and Kong still exists, let God, me know. I love that hungry. place. Oh, oh it was something out of like Central Casting. Like, really, like, if you had to film a movie in a Chinese restaurant, you go to Hong and Kong. Big trouble in little Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Ready for another anniversary? Yes. Oh, yes. These Midnight Runners released their hit song Come On Eileen on June 26, 1982, making it 30 years old. It reached number one on the charts in the UK, US, and Australia, but it was not the band's only number one hit. <gasps> My friends, can you name their other chart topper from the UK? I have no flippin' idea. I don't know. Was it uh, Gino? <laughs> oh, Gino! Must confess, I have no idea what Gino is. That's the first yeah, time. That's the first time I ever heard Trust that song. Trust me, without Wikipedia, neither would any of us. 
Uh, so here's my real question to my cohorts today. Yeah. Uh, come on, Eileen. Fun 80s ditty or aggravating earworm? I defer to my attractive co-host. Not you, Steve. Go ahead. Oh. Ow. Aggravating earworm. Yeah. It will now be in my head all day. I'm going I'm... with aggravating earworm. Really? My, here's my problem yeah. with Dexy's Midnight Runners. And, or I should say, come on, Eileen. It's a soulless song. It is. What? There's no soul to it. They're wearing overalls. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Men in overalls have no soul. Spotty facial hair. Nothing says soul more than that. I don't like spotty facial hair. I don't mind, like... Irish pubs. I, I like the food. I don't mind. I like Irish the pubs. And, 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 and Shepherd's Pie and Shepherd's Pie and Bangers and Mash and stuff like that. I, I, I like the food. I'm down with that. I don't like Celtic music. Oh. I think is that. I, I know it's really bad, but like I do, and I don't the unicorn. Sing, you know, I can't deal with the unicorn song. I can't go oh, the sing uni- along. You know, I don't like sing along. The only thing left was the unicorn. Uh, I like, and so Dexy's Midnight Runners reminds me of like some old Celtic jig. I can't deal with that crap. <laughs> I, you know, I want to get it out now. I, can't, I don't know I why. I, I get a lot of Celtic CDs sent to me, and my skin crawls every oh. time I open. You're like, yeah. looking at me like I'm I just know. revealing some. I know you have. You reveal the deep dark secret that uh, I never knew about. You, like, you spent a lot of time. Raw, too. Oh, I just want <laughs> cool. I, I think I might. I can't. I don't hate it more than true. I don't. Have you ever, have you ever tried to do? Uh, you probably not since you hate the song. But have you ever tried or ever thought about trying to do karaoke to it? No. No. Impossible. <laughs> no. Because- Impossible. I don't care if you're sober or drunk off your ass. They're sh- they're flashing the lyrics in front of you. and You're like. These are not the real lyrics to this <laughs> song, and you and you're trying to sing, and you just it's it's, it's yeah. it might be the most difficult song to sing wow. karaoke well, to. That's really cool, and I think that's why it's an earworm because really I only know "Come On Eileen." Well, it means everything. And yeah. yeah. Um, this no, song it's actually karaoke ranked. song. We will be taking other. Uh, how about yeah. we do that? Email most us. difficult karaoke songs of the '80s. Episode number three eighty one coming. Every, everyone will say true. Oh, that's the easiest God. song actually. <laughs> Um, here's a bit of trivia. This was actually ranked, uh, Come On Eileen is ranked number 18 on VH1's greatest 100 songs of the 80s. So it's pop quiz time, my friends. Nice. I'm going to name another song from uh, the VH1's uh, list of 100 greatest songs from the 80s. You tell me if the song that I name is ranked higher on the list or lower on the list than Come On Eileen. Are you ready? Yeah. Right. Fun game. Fun okay. game. Ready? Michael Jackson's Beat It. Higher. Um, it is, wait, is it higher or lower? Wait, wait I I'm, answered that I'm, wrong. I'm confused. Yeah, wait, you, you how do we say... want it? Yeah, wait. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> need higher know. means wait, okay. closer towards Co- one. Closer to one. It is, I'm going to say, it's, so it's sitting at 18. Yeah. So Michael Jackson's beat it. I'm going to say they put, I bet Billie Jean and Thriller are higher. Higher. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say beat it is like probably 30. So that would be lower. Beat It is number 21. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I, I won that, right? Yep. yep. All right, okay. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Van Halen's Jump. It's uh, lower. Jump's got to be top 10. Lower. Van Halen's Jump is number 15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I won okay. that too. I got I, it. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, cool. It's like Blackjack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, high yeah, lower. Except for much slower in Agri. Journeys don't stop believing. You know I bet don't stop believing. It's like fifty. I bet it's yeah, not as high as you think. I know. I agree. It doesn't feel like an eighties song. I'm going to say that uh, it's way higher. Uh, uh, Come on, Lane is way higher than Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Journeys don't stop believing is ranked number 
11. Oh, oh, shit. Really? Crap. Man. Here we go. Our last one. Ready? Yeah. Hollow Notes. I can't go for that. Oh, it's ranked higher than that. Yeah. That's got to be 71. Hollow Notes. I can't go for that is ranked number six. <laughs> what? That is horrible. What? Number six. Can you believe that? Number six. It's in the top ten. Top so wait, ten. They were all almost the top five. They were all. <laughs> they were all ranked Why? higher. Then. That's no, like, no, no, no. Beat no, no, it was twenty-one. No, beat okay. it was twenty-one. The, the other ones were it's, ranked higher. Wow! Wow! I can't go for that. I can't go for number that. Number six. So you oh, were shocked, shocked as hell. Why do you think I stayed to the end? <laughs> wow! I was like, wow! I should have. I should have realized that at the yes. end that that was a trick question. It was yeah, a trick no. question. Because oh, I thought trick. that song is so horrible. There's no way it's not. It has to be ranked in the top ten. You know yeah. what's ranked in my top ten? The, the Seggies. <laughs> Ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for Reader Mailbag. And uh, Sean Daly has reached into his sack and pulled out a good one. I just wanted to ask, Kathy, are you having a good time? I am. In your return? I am. Is it coming back to you again? It is. The banter? It the, is. The I was a little nervous. Innuendo? I was a little nervous. <gasps> Were you really? Yes. To try to trade wits, match wits with oh, May? No, that wasn't my worry at all. <laughs> <laughs> was you worried about seeing Steve again since you guys had that affair? Oh, my God. Did like episode 179, didn't I ask if you guys were having an affair? I felt like you were like, I was like your kid or something like that. Yeah. You wanted to what? know why mom and dad didn't talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. It was a very special <clears throat> episode of Stuck in the 80s. Kathy, you've missed a lot. What are the, the, the plot lines? We, we, we get more mail now than we ever got before. Not true. An estimated <laughs> 800,000 listeners per show. Wow. More like seven. Um, Emails hit a new low. Um, we have seven female fans. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. We, do. Um, we, we lost a lot of female All of our fans. stalkers are male now. Oh, That's true. They, some of them get really, really mad. However, we have a little surprise for them coming up on this show. This is a don't say it. There's a brand new Seggy coming up. Ooh. Yeah. To appease, okay. to win back some of our oh. ma- more male fans. Why don't we do something <laughs> for the ladies? Read the letter. Maybe that's for the ladies. Okay. Hey, Steve and Kathy. What? Already? That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh-huh. This is from Bonnie Hedrick of Chatfield, Minnesota. That's I like that. Bonnie Hedrick of Chatfield, Minnesota. That's very snappy. <laughs> it is. Uh, hey, Steve and Kathy. Just wanted to comment on the last podcast and Steve's inability to drink vodka now. Yeah, you missed that riveting plot line. <laughs> on the, this week, stuck me. Steve can't drink, drink vodka. vodka. Uh, we had friends over tonight, and most of us are vodka drinkers, and it seems to get the job done for us, Spearsy. Just use a generous portion of vodka, lemon sour, Sierra Mist, <laughs> ah, just like James Bond drinks, mm, splash yes. of lemon juice, and ice. Perfection in a glass for a hot, humid Minnesota night. Let me tell you something right now, <laughs> Bonnie. It's no such thing as a hot, humid Minnesota yes. night. You don't know humidity. What is that? 75? Ooh. Ooh. Ah, I have so to turn the heater on. The swelter. Yes. <laughs> Fears is, yeah. Uh, Even I don't, uh, but Bonnie says she digresses. Uh, they got to talking whilst drinking vodka about Meg Ryan being the go-to actress for the rom-com back in the day. We argued why some men don't get rom-coms and then uh, ultimately asked, is it possible to have a rom-com that appeals to both men and women? Terms of endearment was our agreed upon choice. The guys in the group claimed that this was the, uh, that this was their favorite role that Jack Nicholson had ever played. Okay, they love Jack Nicholson in terms of endearment. He's great. 
Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Lovejoy or something like that? What's his name? What's the character's name? He's the astronaut. Yeah. Right, right. Um, their reasons in no particular order. He was an uh, effing astronaut, for <laughs> Christ's sakes. He gets young chicks, has a great car, ultimately finds love with Shirley MacLaine, and then finds himself. Do you agree with us? Wait, maybe I need to go back. Well, I don't remember him finding himself. Finding himself. No, no. He was like, he was cool. Now, I don't know end. that finding love with Shirley MacLaine makes him a hero. I, well, I, I, yeah. You know, I was attracted to Shirley MacLaine in that movie. Ooh. Please okay. tell me this is no, some sort true. of, you have, you're going somewhere. Aurora Greenway. Yeah, I, I was. I was. Uh, by the way, I'm not sure if you get. Can get <laughs> Thank le- you. I don't get it. I'm not though. sure if you can say. get lemon sour in Florida. Uh, I couldn't get it when I lived out west, but it's in every grocery store here. If you can, I'll see if I can ship some to you because it's that good. Spearsy, you want some lemon I would sour? Love some lemon Shipped sour. Shipped from Chatfield, Minnesota. Better yet, you two should road trip up here and join us for an evening. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> so let's see. We're going to drive four days yep. to get to Minnesota. Hey! Yeah, spend a couple hours with us before you head back. Yep. <laughs> Here's some Sierra Mist. Thanks for inviting us up halfway across the world for an evening of lemon sour. We're all cooked, so lots of good food is always served, and the beverages flow and flow and flow. Keep bringing those podcasts. I've been a listener since the beginning, and always enjoy the show. Bonnie Hedrick of Chatfield, Minnesota. Balmy, awesome. Chatfield, Minnesota. <laughs> Hot and humid. At a high of 68 <laughs> degrees. They, so humid. I know. Oh, my joints, my joints are aching. I don't know. <laughs> well, so what do you think about Say Anything as a well, there mutual go. rom-com for... Yeah. Yeah. Because, because the guy is the focus. And what about Sam's Fire when oh, Rob Lowe and yeah. Demi Moore yeah, playfully canoodle in the gym? Yeah. Unrequited love, I like to call it. Oh, yes. You call it unrequited love. I call it rape. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no rape. So, uh, still rape. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, say anything would be... Uh, I, I think, think all those John Hughes uh, yeah. movies I could be like rom-coms. These are coming of age, sort of, you know, tomfoolery. Uh, uh, Pretty in Pink is not really a hilarious. I'm I mean, li- Ducky's funny. I'm uh, still in mourning, by the way, I with love- uh, Molly Ringwald's announcement recently. What? What? That she she's on outed Twitter? that she outed <laughs> Ducky. <laughs> she outed him as a fictional character. Oh, yeah, that's she weird. Did say, she said I that always Ducky, thought Ducky was gay. Right? Yeah. Ducky was gay. Of course, now John Hughes dead and cannot. Did say John Cryer yes no. say anything about that? Did he yeah, he did. He, he, he refuted did. it. He said, "No, nah, I don't think Ducky would have no. been gay at all." He was kind of. He was kind of. Uh, he was. A he sounded a little song. pissed. He did sound a little pissed. Hey, I'll tell you, great, defensive might be. He was great defensive. Word. Yes, he sounded. He sounded defensive, probably because he has also been asked that question for <laughs> yeah, few, twenty few some decades. years now. Great romantic comedy from the eighties. Making Com- making the grade. Oh, I love making it. <laughs> I'm just hurt. kidding. What is it? Exchange students. Uh, <laughs> Continental Divide. John Belushi. Blair Brown. That's a good... Guys, a rom-com that guys can like and women. Is that the key? Suchak? There's got to be... See, Terms of Endearment doesn't work for me necessarily. I think it's more of a chick flick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say chick flick. Yeah. It's, really, it's really about the mother and the daughter. I'd say chick flick. Yeah. I'd, say, I'd say much more Continental Divide. Let's see. What are some other fun ones where it's like a guy, a swag? High Road to China? Not really a, a rom-com, though. No. Not very funny. <laughs> no. Speak. Not romantic or, or God, funny. I, oh, I so love there's that. that. Bess Armstrong. I, I thought I was going to marry Bess Armstrong. Other great rom-coms. Well, When Harry Met Sally, obviously. Yeah, yeah I think so. Like. That probably might be the best. Oh, we, we just lost Nora Ephron. I know. Yeah. I, am, I am very bummed about that. 
Heartburn. She had heartburn. Heartburn. Uh, was, but was that a rom-com? That's more of a... <laughs> it it was ro- romantic. And, to some degree. To some degree, the ending of a romantic... No. And um, again, I would not say a guy would appeal to that. Uh, no. Probably not. Are you guys ready? Are we re- Here we go. Bum, bum, bum. We have never attempted this before. This will change... <laughs> Really, our <laughs> listeners have no idea what they're about to be hit with. You know what's really funny? I don't even know because I haven't even yet built the Seggy intro music. That's how new this is. You ready? All right. We're going to pause for 10 awkward seconds and start it. Yes, Stuck in the 80s Nation. Welcome to Awesome Aussie's 80s moment. <laughs> Each week, we will go over Australia in the 80s. <laughs> we're not just going to do one show. We're going to do 300 shows. One song, one movie, whatever it takes until we're done with that cousin <laughs> continent. I know. So- <laughs> All that continent. Australia in the 80s. For, for years, we've been badgered, <laughs> cajoled, harangued. Ever since right. we did. I had one guy unfollow me on Twitter the other day Uh-oh. because we st- two years later, we still haven't done Australia in the 80s, and he told Spears, you to suck it. Ooh. Ever since we did Canada in the 80s, they've been feeling... That was awesome. How we did Ohio in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to do... They, they have right to be mad I want to do 50 nifty United States in the 80s, yes. but that got yeah. shot down. God. Yes. Anyway, because Australia what, in the 80s. Because Wyoming yeah, was so going to be such a hot 80s. Yeah, so I decided the other day that, hey, we had we knew we had Kathy today, and there was no yes. way we were going to do Australian 80s without her. No. But we, I couldn't... I couldn't wrap my head around the idea of sitting here for two hours it's and going through 20 continent. songs. Yeah, it's so like, much pressure. Right. It's like UK I mean, we fans saying, well, why don't you do UK? We could do Perth in the <laughs> exactly. 80s. Perth. We could really like I really, slice it up by countries. Yeah. So, so that's the sh- that's the shtick. We're, we'll, we'll cover one song, one movie, whatever it takes. And we'll, we'll do it until we're done. And you're calling it Awesome Aussie 80s? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking uh, recommendations. Awesome Aussie's <laughs> Please, 80s God. moment. It just rolls it off the tongue. Work. It doesn't it work. Doesn't. Steve's so alliterative. Yes. Okay, here we go. Awesome Aussie, Aussie 80s, 80s episode number one. So here's this bum, week's. Bum, bum. Yeah, so here's this week's Awesome Aussie's. can't even do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got to change Ready? It. Just play the damn song. That's Errol by the Australian Crawl. Cool. Tell us a little bit about Australian um, Crawl. This is uh, when uh, Dave Featherston, our, our great friend from Australia, Ooh. said, don't be messing with Dave Featherston. <laughs> no. Oh. Kathy, why are you booing him? I am not. not. He just, he just messaged <laughs> me the other day. He told me he missed me and he uh, hates you. I'm coming for you, Featherston. <laughs> uh, when he sent, us, he sent us a disc of uh, 20 or 30 songs and this... What's the favorite song that Kathy and I... This is our yes. song, really. This is our song. Yep. So, uh... <laughs> really? Yeah. And I think it's ironic, or maybe not, that um, Errol Flynn was, um... <laughs> I totally lost it. What are you saying? Are you about to... Was Australian. <laughs> was exactly. Australian and also maybe perhaps uh, accused of rape at one point. <laughs> what? Uh, never. Oh, yeah. I think you're, yeah, he yeah. was a player. Never mind. He was a player. He was a player. Was a statue of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> Steve defensive. Uh, the Australian uh, Crawl, sometimes called Aussie Crawl, 
sometimes just called The Crawl by fans, and Strangely in Love, uh, sometimes just called Awesome Aussie 80s. <laughs> Wouldn't it be called fans? Wouldn't they, I think they're called The Crawlies. If you're a fan of them, you're, the, you're a crawly. I call them just The Craw. The the band was named after the front crawl swimming style, also known as the Australian Australian Crawl. Yeah. Formed back in uh, Melbourne, 1978. Uh, They're generally associated with surf music uh, and even sponsored a surfing competition back in the mid-80s. Their debut album, The Boys Light Up, reached number four on the charts. And they followed it up with two number one albums, uh, 1981's uh, Sirocco. Which was Errol Flynn's boat. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. And 1982's Sons of Beaches. Ah. Those Aussies. Such, they, they know how to turn. Uh, they're punsters. Uh, they the are. band did split up in 1986, so if you're hoping for a reunion, you're probably out of luck. Uh, sadly, two members of the band have since passed away. Oh, God. Was oh. Guy McDonough died? The guy yeah. who sang the vocals? Yeah, he's yeah. died in 1994. And, and uh, the bass, uh, Brad Robinson died in 1996 in lymphoma. God, 84, that guy. I know. Wow. I know. However, in just those seven years, Australian Crawl sold more than a million records. And had a cumulative total of 11 weeks at number one on the album charts, placing them fourth uh, among Australian groups behind the Skyhooks. Such great names as the Skyhooks. Skyhooks. <laughs> which I know we're not talking about, which is weird. Why were you not talking about them? The Seekers, another band I've never heard of. <laughs> but, I bet I, but I will be getting emails now. And yes, of course, you will. Midnight Oil. Midnight yeah. Oil. So no, um, like Ace, does ACDC count as an Australian band? No, no, because we've done a whole show. No, but yeah. I'm just saying, but place them fourth for Australian groups, like... Uh, and like men at work, really? Or so in, the sky in excess? Hubs, the seekers is like in excess? In excess? Cumulative total weeks on the. Ch- I'm sure there's some sort of like JD Powers associate kind of loophole here. You know? <laughs> yes. They lead in customer satisfaction among so what do we think, owners. What, yeah, what do we think of the song? I Errol. love the song. I, I like love the song. It had I that do. kind of prickly '80s, uh, new agey bounce. It's very Australian. Very Australian. Yeah. The vocals are a little like tinny and thin, but somewhat um, cute. Yeah, adorable. Have you seen the video for it? Yeah, yeah, I feel bad because he didn't look like a normal lead singer, and then I then I noticed that he died two yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. well, and I had to say super horrible. About skinny yeah. little Australian guys just yeah. having fun on the beach. Yeah, yeah, they're having like a kind of like a G-rated orgy and stuff like that. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah. G-rated orgy. This G-rated story. Orgy. <laughs> because it was about Errol Flynn, who you know. It's well, like me and Ben with the Disney kinda, princesses. You know, this, this is interesting because since you've been gone, um, we since probably- you've been gone, I'm staring at your photograph. The outfield, Australian. No, 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 no. 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 We've had a Daily and I have, have revealed the names of our uh, books about us, autobiographies, if you will. Steve has like eighteen of them. The mirror gives back. So we're running, you know, if you if you were to... Um, in college, I had a mustache. Were you here for that? Mustache. In college, I had a mustache. No, uh, no. Other Steve faves are, I have a theory about Supertramp, <laughs> which we said was also the worst pickup line in the history of pickup lines. Yes. Yeah. So what we need now is we need a uh, book name from you that would serve as your autobiography. God, um, you mean like Little Amish Girl Lost? Oh. About my. I rented that once. Not about what I thought it would be. <laughs> I think you should call it puppies. Puppies. Yeah. Puppies, puppies, puppies. People still demand the puppies. They do. <laughs> I demand the puppies. <laughs> I know. That doesn't sound right. The store's not opening. So <laughs> <laughs> we get the puppies. Oh, Luby. I love Kathy Wants. Are you going to come back? Hey, yes. I, have a, I have a legitimate question. I'm like your bogus book question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. When, uh, how about other shows that Kathy can come back for? Yeah. What Jesus and Mary Chain. Jesus and Mary Chain. Okay. We want to honor Psycho Candy. Oh, yes. I want to do Psycho Candy. Absolutely. Okay. 
Well, there's some other shows that Kathy can do. Morrissey in the 80s. Uh, yeah. Oh, come <laughs> didn't on. Didn't we do that? And I Can't bailed out. <laughs> didn't I come yes. to the show for 10 minutes and I left? What was that? Depeche Mode or that was the, Smiths. the Smiths? The Smiths or was that? The Smiths. It was the Smiths. Oh. It was the Smiths. I'm trying yeah, to think of all the like shows that we did you wouldn't do. Sid, uh, Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy. You all wouldn't. the depressing ones. Oh, yeah. He didn't do Ango Blingo either. No. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the one we did back to back shows? Oh. Yeah. No, two days, two a day, two a day. When we did, <laughs> we did, no, we did the Cars and Michael Jackson back to back. I remember so that. Exhausted. <laughs> it was like five cars, hours later. It was Cars and Boingo that we did back. How the hell? Oh, we maybe. Get, how yeah, yeah, we right. get five hours to do that? I don't know. They, yeah. Uh, back in the time. day, it was a different era. It was. Those were the days, my friends. <laughs> will you come back again soon? I will. Did you have fun? I did. Is there any more business to take care of? No, but I think that I reiterate my plea. To help us name the Seggy. We'll have yes, because it's got to be something. We'll have a Seggy called pronounce. Name the Seggy. <laughs> <laughs> so meta now. And uh, we'll have to come up with a Kathy. We'll have to have her own Seggy. Like, How we long have, do you we really? Have what makes Spearsy cry? We'll have to have what makes <laughs> oh, Kathy yeah. what? What makes Spearsy cry, Kathy? Awesome Aussie eighties doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't. It's, you Oz can't even 80s, say it. Oz in the eighties. Oz, Oz in the eighties. Oz in the eighties. I like Oz in the eighties. Come on. I like Oz in the eighties. Surely there's someone out there. How long do you think Oz in the eighties is really gonna last? Like, I don't even know segment. that it makes it into this episode. How long does it last? This is the bone he has thrown. I know. Hey, well, we're so happy to have Kathy back. <laughs> Ooh, we'll have her back for, for other depressing episodes coming soon. I don't yeah. like her. <laughs> I'm the girl co-host. You gotta leave, bitch. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, myself, Kathy Washon Daly, and the uh, flamboyant Errol Flynn remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Ciao. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.